Bravo and welcome to Open and Awake, your daily dose of motivation, encouraging and inspiring you to live your best life. Why? Because you matter. Hey, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jess Elmquist. I'm your teacher and guide, coaching you to greet each day with purpose, optimism and energy. I'm really glad that you're joining me because we're here to learn and develop a positive mindset, create an attitude that opens you to new opportunity and a focus on your life that moves you into action. This is the place to believe in yourself, and it's the investment of time and energy to get you there. So welcome to podcast number four. You ready to strap on your thinking caps? It has been an amazing four weeks since we launched Open and Awake, and I've been so excited at the response the podcast is getting. In fact, the other day I was biking and I ran into a couple of people that I knew. I mean, not literally ran into them, but I did run into them. And one of them was talking to me and he works at a big company and he said, hey, I actually just started listening to your podcast, but I'm going to tell you, it's starting to trend around my company right now. I was absolutely thrilled to hear that because the goal of Open and Awake is to motivate and inspire people to take positive action in their life, and I sure hope it helps many companies, including my company, Lifetime. Along with running into people on bike paths, I've had dozens of conversations focused on Podcast One, the Sea Glass Experience, all about change. The questions have been overwhelmingly been around the second step of change called the process. This part of change can cause the most anxiety, fear, and resistance. It's why I think most people have questions about it. I'd encourage you to listen to podcast number one if you haven't heard it yet, but for now, we're going to talk about the process today moving forward. Moving through the process to get to your new reality is the goal, and today I'm going to share some actions with you, in fact, two different actions that you can use to embrace the process, claim victory, and becoming a better version of yourself. How does that sound? As we all move through change in our life, invited or unexpected, positive or negative, we must go through the middle section called the process. The process a psychological no man's land between the old and the new. This is the core of the change process. It's an in-between time when the old reality is definitely gone, but the new reality and the stability it brings you isn't fully up and running. But this is how it works. We have some sort of change that comes into our lives and disrupts us from our current reality and the normal life that we're living. This change pushes us to move or grieve what was and then descend, and yes, I mean descend into the process, the place where most of the change work will take place. As we leave what was, we often have feelings of shock, denial, anger, anxiety, and fear. We naturally don't like the unknown, and the process is often full of unknowns. We must then walk through the process and come out on the other side with all of the new opportunities, growing optimism, and a new reality to embrace going forward. But you have to get through it first. What was is gone and what will be is not quite clear or has not arrived. In the process, we are unclear about the future and where stability might come from. We have to start to think about coping with uncertainty and confusion about what to do, and that can take a lot of energy to be in limbo. Have you been in limbo before? Between the old and the new can be one of the best places to redefine goals, establish what matters the most, and to dream up new possibilities. 
This stage of limbo can also be, though, the most dangerous and scary time. You can feel like there is nothing solid to hold on to. The old ways don't work anymore, and the new ways are either unclear or unfamiliar to you. So I'll give you a quick story. I was talking about being on a bike. I love biking, and I've become a pretty good biker over the years. One of the things, though, that bikers need eventually is to get bike shoes. For those of you who don't bike, bike shoes are shoes you put on that clip into the pedals, so you're literally connected to the bike. Now, when I was going to make the transition from no clip-in shoes to clip-in shoes, I was really scared. That was my old reality, no clip-ins. And then I started to talk to a few people, and they were saying, Jess, if you really want to enjoy biking, you got to get clip-in shoes. But I was scared. I was thinking about, if I clip in, can I get back out? How hard is it? What if I start to fall? Will I fall over? Will I be able to balance? I had so many questions. And so I hesitated for quite a while and said, ah, I'll be fine. I don't need clip-in shoes. But eventually, I decided to go and discover that new reality and I went and bought my first clip-in shoes got pedals to clip into and I went out with a friend that knew what he was doing and then I clipped in and I started to get familiar with what it was like to be connected to the bike and actually clipping in I gotta tell you one hour passed two hour passed I definitely had a couple of falls I felt a little bit weird I didn't know exactly what it was gonna feel like but slowly but surely I started to feel more comfortable clipping into the bike shoes. In fact, today, I can't imagine getting on a bike without clipping into the pedal. I feel like I have more control. I have more control of the tool, the bike. I have more control of my body. I love clipping in my new reality. In the process, you need to keep moving. Moving is life when you're going through the process. So movement can literally mean going from an old experience to a new one. Moving could mean learning patience and becoming familiar with these new unsettled feelings to truly understand what those feelings are telling you. But remember, we can't just move for moving sake. That tends to be unproductive and it doesn't get us into the flow of the change. And so it may be that if you feel like you're just moving, you might need to ask for help. Don't get stuck. That's the most important thing about movement. The only way that we can do this is to keep our mind clear and accept the process for what it is. There will be struggles, and that is a critical aspect of change because it allows us to shed the old to find the new. The open and awake moment today is the process is the heart of change. This is where the best work can be accomplished. New businesses are built. New realities are forged. New depths of strength and positivity are discovered. We can become our better selves in the process. So resist the desire to speed through and hurry this up to say, hey, let's get on with things already. We don't want to do that. My encouragement is to embrace it. Have it become your teacher. As promised, here are two actions that you can take to embrace and win in the process of change. Action one is to just simply understand the process. We have left our comfortable old reality, but we have not arrived at our new normal. You've heard me say that already. I'm going to say it again because that's one thing that we can understand, but we don't accept. Being in that middle place as humans, we don't like being in limbo. So we can sometimes ignore it. Don't ignore it. Accept the fact that we have not got to the new yet. 
The other thing that I want you to think about with the process is that we all have many unanswered questions during this time, and that can cause stress. These questions could revolve around finances, relationships, jobs, family, transition, illness, in the process, I want you to understand that you will most likely have more questions than answers. Accepting that also gives you a foundation to spring off of as we plan to work through change. This is a big one. Life is unpredictable and uncontrollable in the process. We do not like things out of our control and this causes fear and real resistance to taking action when we're in that middle place. The last two things I want you to think about is the process can take a heavy toll on your self-confidence. Your rebuilding, your retooling, things that you used to be sure about may not be as sure anymore. And feelings we might experience are feelings that we don't like very much. Denial, anger, anxiety, fear, lack of motivation. We have to be careful, though, that we don't get stuck here. This is a tornado of feelings that debilitate your ability to think clearly, move forward, and break out. They are normal feelings to have during the process, but they are not your new normal. The only way out is to move forward mentally, spiritually, and physically from where you are to the new reality. Feel those feelings and then tell yourself that the feelings of fear, anxiety, and anger are simply messages, indicators that are giving you data of what you don't like. Maybe you feel is unfair or you're just plain confused about. These feelings are your mind's way of telling you to move, to take action, possibly to discover where these feelings are coming from, or maybe learning how to accept feelings and understand how to manage them. Not fun, not comfortable, but when is change and growth that is worth doing ever easy? And finally, I want you to think about this. Understand that the largest variable of the process is time. When a change process persists and seems to go on and on, we can get fatigued, resentful, hopeless, and even despondent. Let's all agree that no matter how long, this too shall pass. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. We will keep our eyes focused there and take each moment as it comes. And here's a caution. The more we resist the process and try to hold on to what was, the longer we will be in the process, the very experience that we're all trying to move through. So we need to let go, almost like giving yourself permission to have a ceremony, to say, I can let go of these things and I can be here in this middle place knowing that a new reality is coming. Action one was to understand the process. Now we'll move to action two, which is take control of the process. There are three main ways that I'll encourage you today to take control of the process for you. The first one is mindset matters. Remember that. You can either get caught up in the tornado of fear, anxiety, and questioning what the next thing is, or you can take control of your actions with purpose, using your feelings as guides to understand what your next step should be. Set two to three small goals, write them down, accomplish those tasks, cross them off, and then set some new goals. Another thought with mindset is, have you heard the saying, it's hard to pray and worry at the same time? I have to tell you, I've tried it and I think the saying is actually true. 
Remember that your brain often offers you heightened sense of anxiety or fear or frustration to let you know to be aware of potential danger, impending change, or unplanned movement. Not as a steady state. Don't get stuck in the feeling. Use it as a signal, a compass, a motivator to ask the question, what does it mean for me? This is why I always encourage you to have a coach, a mentor, or a guide during the change. An outside voice that could assist you in processing the feelings. To be a North Star, to help you battle through the process into your new beginning. Because remember, that's our goal. Get to a new reality. A second way to think about this, then, is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Now back to biking. It's a quick story about a fellow mountain biker who was working with a trainer to get ready for this 100-mile race that was done at elevation. And he kept telling me stories about this trainer just pushing him and pushing him, never really satisfied with the outcome. So one day in talking with this trainer, he's like, you always push me. Why are you pushing me so hard? And the trainer told him something that I thought was so incredibly important. you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's the only way that you're going to be ready to go and do the best job you can at the race. A second way to think about this being uncomfortable then is you're not going to waste your energy expecting something different. So you can say, I will accept where I'm at. That's powerful. So now you can move forward and not waste a lot of time and energy. And then finally, also commit that you'll make something positive and good coming out of this. It will be worth it. The third and final way I'll encourage you to control the process is to adapt. Charles Darwin said it best, it's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to the changing environment that survives. Here are some ways that you can be adaptable. Make your life suitable to the new reality and make your life as enjoyable and happy as you can. How about this? Define in this new reality what is over and what's not over. Literally make a list. Take a look at both of those lists and embrace them. Start to decide how you want to live in this new place. Some things will come with you. Some things just simply won't. And then finally, think about being a part of this group, the companies, the communities, the groups, and the individuals that confront their old beliefs and adapt to the new. They're the innovators, the ones that will win in the new reality because they'll get there sooner and with an open mindset, looking for the opportunities and positive outcomes in the midst of the change. That is the power of staying active and taking action in the process. This is an amazing, innovative story. I recently saw this story on the news of a restaurant in Amsterdam run by Chef Julia Soldati. She just reopened after the coronavirus uh, shutdown in Amsterdam and is now serving dinner outdoors in new enclosed greenhouses along one of the beautiful canals right there in Amsterdam. It was amazing to watch. This protects the guests and the waitstaff, and the waitstaff serves everything to their guests on a long board wearing masks and gloves. Now, I have to tell you, to be honest, at first glance, I was a little skeptical. I said to myself, this is silly. This is never going to work. And then I just realized, Chef Julia has figured it out. She actually says in her interview, my challenge is to redesign hospitality. Do you hear that? That's her big audacious goal. So cool. 
Then she goes on to say, I'm experimenting with food, helping guests feel safe while sharing a meal together and to celebrate. I believe I am doing something positive to make the fear a little less and to reopen my business safely. Will this idea work? It may not be exactly the right idea, but will Chef Julia be successful? Absolutely. She embraced and took control of her process. She used fear as a motivator and set a goal, got comfortable around thinking outside the box, and adjusted. Thank you, Charles Darwin. I love that story. Take a look at Chef Julia Soldati. So in conclusion, let's go back to the bike. So I'm in my bike shoes, and after riding in those new shoes, that new reality, this is what I found. I was more stable. I actually had more power. I was in more control, and I had more trust in myself and in my bike. I came out of that change in new shoes with something far more valuable than when I started. And that is always the promise of change and being empowered to understand the process. You have every skill and ability to start your work moving through the process today. And remember, with every ending, there is a new beginning. Focus there. Today is your new beginning. Thanks for joining me today. I really enjoyed sharing this information with you. And I trust you are inspired, empowered, and motivated to live your best life in the midst of change. Take care, and I hope you'll join me next time on Open and Awake.